You're listening to It's a Level 10 Life, a brand new show on the Nafs Connection podcast and I'm your host Seema Azmat. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. A very warm welcome to everyone tuned in. In case you're new here, I'm an ACC credentialed coach as designated by the ICF and I work with my clients in the capacity of building a disciplined lifestyle backed by the Quran and the Sunnah. This show is a space where I share about the nitty-gritties of living a level 10 life as a Muslim woman, a space where I share about my thoughts, experiences and lessons on self-discipline, personal development, relationships, living a spiritually contented life and everything in between and beyond. So without further delay, let's dive right into today's episode, shall we? Inshallah, let's go. Quote of the day. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah says, I am just as my slave thinks I am. And I am with him if he remembers me. If he remembers me in himself, I too remember him in myself. And if he remembers me in a group of people, I remember him in a group that is better than they. And if he comes one span nearer to me, I go one cubit nearer to him. And if he comes one cubit nearer to me, I go a distance of two outstretched arms nearer to him. And if he comes to me walking, I go to him running. It's a hadith Qudsi related by Imam al-Bukhari. As human beings, we are constantly subjected to situations, circumstances and people that appear as a test and that they are in a way a measure of our patience, steadfastness, trust, love and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also a measure of accountability towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment. These issues that we encounter on a day-to-day basis may appear as problems related to relationships within our families, um, with co-workers, friends, etc. But the truth is more personal than that. Its roots are usually within ourselves and with the condition of our Iman. In the Hadith Qudsi, the Prophet said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I am just as my slave thinks I am. So when our Iman is high, our approach to these very same issues comes from a place of understanding, tawakkul and sabr, patience. And by sabr, I don't mean uh, biting our teeth and bearing it. I keep seeing these posters being shared now and then uh, that patience is difficult, it is heartbreaking, but you have to bear it by biting your teeth, etc, etc. And I'm like, no, it isn't. Um, Because patience for me, in my understanding of um, what I have studied in the Quran and from the Hadith, is that patience, if anything, is peaceful. It's what we experience when we are aligned with our experiences of our lives. Um, when we are aligned with the circumstances, with trust and tawakkul in our hearts. It is the patience that comes with being settled in our understanding of who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and how we perceive him. Allah is as we think and perceive of him. But when our iman is low, we fall out of our perception of Allah. The consequence of that is we don't see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We lose sight of him. 
we don't see his blessings we don't see the wisdom in his qadar we don't experience uh, shukr gratitude for those blessings and we fall out of tawakkul and sabr but when we think good of allah we are in tawakkul right we are grateful and we are aware of allah subhanahu wa taala that is we experience what we call the taqwa of allah subhanahu wa taala so he appears to us based on our thinking of him for example if we are downtrodden and we are sad and something's not going right in our lives then we immediately blame allah subhanahu wa taala for everything that's going going wrong in our lives astaghfirullah but there are some who don't thank allah even when things are going right for them and then there are some who are completely indifferent to the blessings in their lives as if they are somehow entitled to these blessings as if they deserved any of it subhanallah astaghfirullah so the hadith it continues on and i am with him if he remembers me if he remembers me in himself i too remember him in myself and if he remembers me in a group of people i remember him in a group that is better than they so allah says if we remember him in solitude he remembers us by himself so sometimes when we are alone and it translates into loneliness that loneliness creeps in uh, because shaitan wants us to believe that we are a lost cause he reminds us of all the sins we have committed and how we are hopeless and what do we do we take those suggestions and we drown in them right subhanallah but here in this hadith allah subhanahu wa taala is telling us that our remembrance of him in solitude in our loneliness is reciprocated by his remembrance of us what does that say to us about the solution from loneliness and the downward spiral in times of loneliness remember allah and he will for sure remember you subhanallah he will grant you the realization that you were never alone in the first place all you had to do was call out to him and he was always there subhanallah alhamdulillah and then when allah talks about the remembering him in the gatherings and we can see the importance of attending these gatherings attending these groups and being part of the groups where allah is remembered subhanallah where um, imagine that the blessings of allah remembering us amongst the angels when we attend we attend these gatherings or groups uh, such as the islamic classes that we attend the halaqas and uh, when we choose to remember allah with our friends instead of talking about trivial worldly matters subhanallah every time we are doing this not not only that the angels are surround we are surrounded by the angels but also subhanallah subhanallah that allah is remembering us amongst the angel himself amongst the angels himself subhanallah alhamdulillah and the next portion of this hadith goes on to state and if he comes one span nearer to me i go one cubit nearer to him and if he comes one cubit nearer to me i go a distance of two outstretched arms nearer to him and if he comes to me walking i go to him running can you see the element of action from the slave involved here the element of movement along with having good expectations from allah subhanahu wa taala it is extremely important for us to move towards him subhanahu wa taala 
as with the remembrance now some people refuse to take action and sit with their hands clasped expecting allah to come towards them that's not how it works because allah is not in need of us we are imagine a hungry person expects the food to come to him instead of working towards getting the food it's cause and effect you work for something to receive an outcome when you don't you face the consequence and the path uh, away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is nothing but doom and gloom and there is the consequence that is the consequence of inaction subhanallah so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he tells us that some action is better than no action your one span is allah's one cubit your one cubit is allah's out two outstretched arms your walking uh, to allah is his running towards you subhanallah if you are a parent you would understand this wisdom sometimes you have to let your children come to you while you patiently wait for them to come to you right and um, at long last when they do choose to come to you you receive them with the, those outstretched arms don't you and just as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with us uh, the way he is with us subhanallah waiting for us to reach out to him subhanallah so um one other thing that i wanted to mention here is what ibn al qayyim rahimullah he says uh, he says that if thinking good of allah motivates a person to strive in righteous deeds and it prompts him helps him and drives him to do such deeds then it is sound if it if it causes him to be lazy and to persist in sin then he is deceived thinking good of allah is hope so if a person's hope in allah prompts him to be obedient to him and deters him from disobeying him then it is sound hope if he justifies his negligence on the basis of hope and his hope prompts him to be negligent and heedless then he is deceived so basically um expecting having good expectation from allah does not mean that we make like we use hope as an excuse to not be obedient to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thinking that yeah yeah allah will forgive me and not doing anything about it like you know not changing your habits and not changing your um condition so that you are a recipient of that forgiveness subhanallah similarly uh, sheikh saleh alfauzan rahimullah he also says uh, thinking good of allah must be accompanied by avoidance of sin otherwise it comes under the category of feeling secure from the plan of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thinking good of allah whilst taking measures that lead to goodness and refraining from measures that lead to evil comes under the category of praiseworthy hope so he further clarifies the statement of ibn al-qayyim rahimullah he says that um uh, it, it is like if you are going to be doing thinking good of allah subhanahu wa taala it's within the obedience of allah subhanahu wa taala and then you're also doing the counteractive um steps you're taking the counteractive steps towards that and that is um avoiding sin uh, alhamdulillah and then he continues on um as for thinking good of allah whilst failing to do obligatory duties and doing haram actions that come under the heading of blameworthy hope and feeling secure from the plan of allah subhanahu wa taala so it means that um just because you're thinking good of allah subhanahu wa taala and you're continuing to do 
um, sin, you're continuing to do haram, um, it does not free you from uh, being punished for the sins, being punished. Uh, and that is what Allah's plan here means because like his plan is that the good deeds will be rewarded and the sins will be punished. So you, we cannot say that I want to continue hoping in Allah that he will forgive me and still continuing doing things that you're doing which are blameworthy and not um, taking accountability for those um, actions for those deeds and or trying to change those uh, uh, situations or those actions within yourself subhanallah so um thinking good of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in its true essence means number one that allah will respond to us when we make dua to him and as stated before, the ask should be within the means of what is permissible. We cannot ask for something that is haram and have good expectations from Allah as well. They don't go hand in hand. Um, number two, that when we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance, he will accept it from us. And the condition here being sincere repentance. So we have to be extremely sincere in our repentance and um vowing to ourselves that we are not going to go back to that sin or action anymore so the sincerity in that and actually striving to not go in that direction inshallah number three that when we seek forgiveness for our sins with humility by humbling ourselves in front of him he will forgive he will forgive our sins and shortcomings so and then number four is that when we do deeds solely for his sake, according to how we are taught by the Prophet wasallam, and that is very important. Uh, we cannot do something of our own and add and eliminate things from the deen and say that we are doing this because with good intention, right? We cannot do that. So it's important that we are doing the deeds as the Prophet wasallam, taught us to do them. And he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, will accept those deeds from us, inshallah. And number five, believing strongly with utmost certainty that his promise is true and that his grace is abundant, inshallah. And finally, to leave you with something to think about, how are you on your journey towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Are you crawling, stumbling, walking or running to him? And how sincere are you in moving towards him? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be amongst those who remember him in private and amongst people. May he make us amongst those who are running towards him. And may he make us amongst those who are in sincere obedience and submission to him and him alone. Ameen, Ya Rab. You were listening to It's a Level 10 Life on the Nafs Connection podcast brought to you by the Level 10 Muslimah Life Coaching. To learn more about me and how you can work with me, visit my website www.level10muslima.com. Until next time, take care and stay blessed. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.